church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astronaut, kick it, flavor, Saint Laurent. Watch how I walk, watch how I walk. Let this paper be the reason why we talk. Ain't no favors, they gon' outline you and chop. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Jump Podcast. Today was the first day of the NBA playoffs. And guess what? This podcast is going to be all about hoops. Um, Our award predictions, uh, all NBA, and our prediction for the playoffs going forward. Mike, it's been an awesome NBA season. Probably some of the best players in the history of basketball are now in the NBA. Um, Awesome players with a ton of versatility. Playoffs look to be... Today wasn't a great day, um, but... I'm sure it'll pick up. Mike, let's get right into it. First award. We're going most improved player. We'll start out light. An easy question. Who do you think, Mike? So, for most improved player, um, it could be a lot of people. So, a lot of people want to put Steph Curry on there because compared to last year, he was just, I mean, he's an unbelievable player. He went from a great player to... Historically great to a historically great player. Um, It's kind of tough because the NBA tries to leave this award open for um, non-superstars, for up-and-coming players, and uh, so they don't really want to put him on there. But you could say him. You could see. You could say Draymond Green. I'm gonna have to go with CJ McCollum because he went from 6.8 points a game to 21. Um, His minutes doubled this year, but he was kind of forced into a more superstar role, and he was able to handle it, and uh, he proved himself as uh, top tier player this year. Yeah, so I had a bit of a tough time with this just because CJ McCollum had a great year. He's a great player. He's also really fun to watch, but he was thrust into a role that was so much different from what he had, like his role last year. And his minutes doubled, but also his um, the amount of shots he was able to take went up because Lamarcus Aldridge left, Batum left. Their whole starting lineup changed. So it's tough for me to give it to him because who knows? Last year he might have been this good. So I don't know if he's the most improved. So I thought about it a lot, and I'm going with Kemba Walker. Ooh. I think Kemba Walker. He's not. I don't really like watching him play that much. I don't. I don't know. A lot of people from New York really seem to like him. Maybe it's just because he tortures the Cavs, but I don't know. He just kind of bothers me. He's got. A, he's improved, but I'll say this for him. He's improved his outside shot a lot. Um, he's become a more reliable defender. He's still small and slight, so he gets bumped around a lot, especially in screen and roll. But his outside shot has improved tremendously. He's still really good going to the rim, and he's tough as nails. Uh, he's learned how to run a team, and he's a viable starting point guard in the NBA. He's probably a top 15 point guard in the NBA, definitely top half. Um, and I, I think I'm going with Kemba. Um, CJ McCollum had a great season uh, on a surprise team, but I think – this role that he's in now was basically, I don't know, I feel like he had to, it was, it was just like set, it was kind of, he it was perfect timing for him to fill this vacuum that he's in this role that he's playing now. Um, great player, great season. I like him better as a player, and I think he's a better player than Kemba, but most improved, I don't think so. So that wraps up that award. Next up, Coach of the Year. Mike, who do you got? This one was also really tough because you got Steve Kerr, Pop, obviously, Stotts, Brad Stevens, all coaches of really good teams. I mean, obviously, start with Kerr, the historically best team in NBA history. How could you not give it to the guy? But at the same time, Luke Walton had a better record uh, 
than he did this year, although all the wins do go to Steve Kerr. It's kind of hard not to give it to the guy that just helped set an NBA record um, when he was a part of the one that's now in second place. Um, Brad Stevens kind of took a team where I know Matt knew they were going to be great this year coming in, the Celtics. Um, I disagreed, but uh, he really turned all – it seemed like all these players turned into just top-tier players, and I was – far from expecting that and the way he was able to uh keep them on rotations was it seemed perfect every every game he makes every player the best version of themselves so whatever yeah. any their ceiling any player has he's going to get that ceiling uh he basically took tons of players from the scrap heap and just turned them into gems i mean look at jay crowder look at evan turner isaiah thomas was a good player but he's a really good player now kelly olenek has turned into a good player I can go on and on. Uh, Amir Johnson is better now. They, he's a great coach. Yeah, and then you and then you got Greg Popovich, who uh, has another one of the historically best yeah. teams in the NBA history, and uh, went forty-one at home this year. It's kind of hard to choose between these guys. I kind of really like Stotts because he lost four out of the five starters that he had from last year to uh, free agency and, and trading. But it's tough to bring that team and see where they are now, and uh, they're playing great. Um, I could see them. Maybe going to the second round, maybe uh, – I don't know. It's actually tough when you think about it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it the stats, though. Yeah. I'm going to give it the stats. So for them to get a five seed in this Western Conference, I mean, granted, the Grizzlies lost their two best players. Um, mm. and But for them to get a five seed in a season where a lot of people thought they would be a lottery team, and they had a, a ton of incentive to tank because last year at the deadline they traded their first-round pick, which was lottery protected, to the Nuggets for Aaron Aflalo. So if they're getting the lottery, they keep their pick. If they're outside the lottery, they don't get their pick. And they're basically turning Portland with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum into a place where I don't think they're going to get top-level free agents. But Damian Lillard is probably a top-10 offensive player in the league. He still can't guard anybody, but um, he can go get you buckets. And CJ McCollum's a good player to compliment him with. Um, they don't really run anything that crazy. Their defensive scheme isn't that complicated and on offense they run pick and roll on one side if it's not there they throw it to the other side run pick and roll but if you notice what they do is they're awesome at cutting and they're awesome at screening and they use that cutting action um, and those screeners to kind of even though they're not great at spacing the court because they play Ed Davis a lot and they play Vonley who's basically I don't know what he does but they're able to use that screening to kind of muck it up and with Plumley also who's a good screener and they kind of confuse the other team and they run around and they kind of just they just do stuff, and they're constantly moving. And Lillard is a guy that when he gets gets by his defender, you're playing downhill, and he's playing four on or five on four basketball, and he's incredible at that. He pitches to the corner, or he's going to make a mid range shot, or a, something at the rim. He's an offense a spectacular offensive player to watch. Um, so I'm going with Terry Stotts too. This team should have been in the lottery this year, and here they are in the five seed. Like playing against a team like the Clippers that could combust at any moment, um, I think the Clippers are going to win. But I think the Portland's going to be a tough out for them, especially going on the road. Portland's got probably a top five home crowd in the NBA. That's going to be a tough series for the Clippers. I think they'll win, but it should be interesting. Moving on. What do you want to get to next, Mike? Uh, we get a defensive player of the defensive year. Defensive player of the year. All right. I'll give my pick first. So we have two of the most – Versatile defensive players in NBA history in the NBA right now, and Draymond and Kawhi. It's a history-making year, man. It is. It's, it's all history. It's been a freaking sweet year. Um, 
Freaking sweet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking sweet. So anyway, Draymond is a probably he might be one of the first guys in NBA history that's able to guard all five possessions and guard it at an elite level. Positions. Po- yeah, possessions, positions. My bad. Uh, he can guard centers really well, and he can guard point guards really well, and he can guard everyone in between. He guards LeBron. He guards Durant. Uh, he can move his feet. He's big. I, he's incredible to watch, and especially what he's able to do on offense now. He's just become a great player. And Kawhi, those arms and those hands, that guy's insane. He's he might be I don't know. Is he the like a top five defense player ever? His his reach and his ability to kind of control the game on defense is incredible. Uh, but that said, I'm going with Draymond. I think Draymond uh, was incredible this year, and he played on the best team ever. And I think we kind of got to give credit to the Warriors and start giving them more awards. Um, I think they should. He should get this one, and that's kind of it. I, they're so evenly matched, but I think that just because he's on the better team, let's give it to him. Fair enough. I mean, the word of the day is definitely historic as uh, as we're unfolding it more and more. Um, I like how you mentioned how they're two of the most historic defensive players in history, uh, possibly. Um, I agree with everything you said. They're both so ridiculously versatile that anything is possible when they're on defense. There's no one. Uh, it, very few players are going to give them a hard matchup um, in this league. Yeah. So I'm going to have to agree with Draymond. All right, nice. Moving right along. So let's go MVP. We all know who the MVP is this year. It should be the first unanimous MVP. Um, Stephen Curry. I'm just going to say it. But the real question is who comes in second, third, fourth, and fifth. So... I think LeBron should be second. I know you guys might think I'm it's a bit of a homer pick. <laughs> but I do think he not only is the second best player in the NBA, but if he wasn't on this team, would the Cavs even make the playoffs? I mean, he granted he caused a ton of shit this year with his Twitter and Instagram outbursts and going to Miami and all that bullshit, but and he basically probably got his coach fired. We all know it. <laughs> that he ran the orders on Yeah. But he was incredible this year. I mean, the last like 15 games, Mike and I were looking at this stat. He averaged like 39 and nine on like 65 percent shooting. Unreal. And if you watch that game against the Hawks the other night, they basically just unleashed LeBron and were like, "Okay, here you go." And they played him for the first 34 out of the first 36 minutes, and the Hawks had no idea how to stop him. I mean, when he's the roller in a pick and roll, and they're playing with him at the power forward spot. And he sets a screen and Delhi's the ball handler. It's either a corner three or a layup for LeBron every time. You can't stop it. I mean, so that gets me to another point that I think the Cavs are a better team with Delhi instead of Kyrie. I think they're going to trade Kyrie in the offseason. I think LeBron hates playing with him. And I think he's warming up a bit to Kevin Love. That's just kind of what I see on the court. What happened to the little brother, big brother thing that you were talking about two weeks ago? I think as we get farther along in the season and Kyrie keeps missing jump shots and keeps turning the ball over and dribbling it off his own feet, I think you can see LeBron stammering and getting really frustrated with the way Kyrie plays because it's not the way Dwayne Wade used to play. And I think he sees when Delhi's on the court, open jump shots go in, he gets the ball where he wants the ball, and the offense moves. People move, the ball moves, the offense just looks crisper. And Delhi's what, a top five perimeter defender in the NBA? Mm. That guy locks other point guards up. Well, how handsy he is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of handsy, bodies. Could be you. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think Delhi is a great point guard. Uh, not a great point guard, but he's a great defensive point guard. And he's getting better every game. You can see it 
His shooting percentage has gone down throughout the year. But anyway, that's my second player. Uh, I think Chris Paul is the third. And I think Durant is four. And I think that Mr. Green, Draymond. Oh, sorry. Mr. Kawhi is five. I think he's on. He's surrounded with such other great players. I get the argument that he's himself is a great player. But he's on. I don't know. He, he's just not asked to do that much. He doesn't run pick and roll. He's a great defensive player. But. I don't know. I think Chris Paul, with the way he was able to steady the ship this year with Green, with uh, Blake going out, I think he did an awesome job. Um, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it. So that's my top five. It's Steph, LeBron, Chris Paul, Durant, and Kawhi. I have a quick question for you. Not that I think he should be in your top five or he yeah. should be in anyone's top five or whatnot. But I'm just curious, where would you rank Russell Westbrook this year then for MVP voting? Six. Definitely six? Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. I just think that... You can't put both of them in the top five. Uh, I just don't think you can do that. Put two players on the same team in the top five. And I think that Durant, I don't know. Westbrook, go. he looks to get triple doubles. Like, he doesn't just go out and play yeah, his game. Yeah, yeah, he goes and looks for him. them. He steals rebounds from his big guys. He looks to make the pass that's going to be either an open shot or a dunk. And he holds the ball when he knows like it's even better to move the ball. Yeah. And he's awful on defense. He's awful, awful, awful. <laughs> Delhi killed him the two times we played them. And he got killed all season. So that's just my thought. And Durant's not great, but he's better. And there's a lot of players where even though they're very good basketball players offensively, they step up in big situations just to play defense. Um, he hasn't done that. Yeah, Westbrook hasn't done that at all. So, yeah, there's a lot of players that are lazy. They don't want to play defense, uh, i.e. Carmelo Anthony yeah. a lot of times. And then he'll step up when he has to, guarding LeBron, guarding other players. And... Uh, really be a good defensive player. Russell Westbrook just clearly doesn't care about that. So I agree. I don't think he's in the top five um, on anybody's list, really. But um, the only person I would switch out is uh, Leonard, and I want to put Draymond Green in there. I know you don't want to put two players on the same team, but defensive player of the year, he improved uh, offensively as well. He's the vocal leader on the team. He's He's insane. He's absolutely insane. So... That is tough. I mean, where would they be without Steph? Obviously, that's you know a question we can't really answer. Yeah. No, Obviously, they the wouldn't Draymond be seventy three and nine. But I get the Draymond thing. He's a great player. He's probably seven on my list. But I don't know. I just don't. I know you wanted to say him for five. It sounded like it. You said Mr. Green. No, I love. I mean, like as much as like he killed us last year in the finals. I just love him as a player. I think he's awesome. And uh, speaking of Hansy, yeah, Matt was right. He. Uh, Saw that first hand today at the courts down in uh, <laughs> what, park, what park was that? Yeah, kind of had to uh, get a little physical, but yeah, I learned my lesson really. I'll tell the truth. Nice. But uh, so you want to jump to uh, six man of the year? Six man of the year. I like that. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, you know what? I don't think that it deserves to go to any of those guys that just come off the bench and get buckets that shoot like forty percent from the field and just like just are able to just chuck like. Will Barton's cool. He's fun to watch. But you know what? Fuck it. Sean Livingston. He's on the best team in NBA history. He's an awesome player. He's won them at least like six games this year with that like old man's in the YMCA game where he like backs down, backs down, and shoots like a 15-foot mid-range jump shot. I think he's an awesome player, and I think on any other team, he's probably a starting at least point guard or shooting guard. He's big. He defends. I, I love Sean Livingston. I mean, Will Bard's got, what, f- like 14, 6, and 3, maybe a little bit under those numbers. Um, he's been awesome, but he's on a terrible team. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, what about uh, if, if Livingston's your sixth man of the year, would Iggy be your seventh man of the year? I just think Iggy missed too many games. That's true. I mean, 
uh, you know, not his fault, obviously. No. But, so that that was tough. What other awards do we got? Hmm. What do you think about Sixth Man of the Year? So, I do like your Livingston one, but I, I, I'm going to have to go Will Barton. He came off and produced. Um, yeah, he was on a shitty team. More likely for him to have the ball when he's on the court and uh, things like that. And I do agree with giving it to the shooters, the guys who are obviously going to have score points in, in their games no matter how many minutes they play just because when they get their ball, they're going to yeah, pop it up. They're going to look for a shot. They're going to try to drive in. Um, I agree with that. I really like your Livingston pick. I wasn't expecting that at all, to be completely honest. I'm sticking with Will Barton. Um, that's definitely my pick. His numbers, uh, I'm going to go with the numbers on this. Also, I don't know if he's can't come off the bench for enough games or whatever those like stati- like threshold you have to meet. But Tristan Thompson has been really freaking good this year. I'm, mm-hmm. I know I'm like I'm a Cavs fan or whatever, but he averages a double. Team. He averages a double double. He's on the best team in the Eastern Conference, and he that guy gets. It seems like doesn't it seem like he gets every offensive rebound? <laughs> when you're watching the games, it, it seems really like he does. Gets every yeah. offensive rebound. I don't know. He's not like the best player, but he plays his hardest every night, and he never misses a game. Uh, he started a ton this year, but I don't know. I really like Tristan, but yeah, uh, Livingston is my pick. Uh, go. Warriors see in the finals, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't want him in there. Yeah. <laughs> you can box upstairs. And then I think it rounds it out to Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. So I'm going to go with my man, Cat Dog, Carl Anthony Towns, um, who, as me and Matt were talking about this, where he had better stats than. Cat Dog. Cat Dog. You just thought Cat that? Dog. It's kind of hot. Lone in the world with a little cat dog. Nice. Yeah, and uh, he had better stats than Anthony Davis did his rookie season. Obviously, Anthony Davis. Completely ran away with that title, but he didn't win it. He didn't. Who won? Damian Lillard. Oh fuck! He didn't play that many games this first year. That's right. Well, anyway, you have me here. Yeah, exactly. Not the stat guy anymore. So, either way, well, we were talking right before it also, and that his stats almost lined up with Shaq's and who else? I forget. Tim Duncan. And Tim Duncan's. So, you know, I'm surprised you didn't go D'Angelo Russell. Why? Just because your bodies, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. I mean, he—I don't know if he's in my top three. No. No, I'm gonna have to put Porzingis in there. And let's hear your top number one. What do you? I'm going Cat too. Cat down. Cat is—is is he like a top ten player in the NBA already? That guy is so skilled on offense and defense. Once he works on his body, uh, he's gonna be a force in the NBA. He's the. Perfect, perfect, perfect center in the modern NBA. He defends the rim. He makes threes. He can play in the paint. He's like, he's incredible. He's so freaking good. Um, second is Porzingis. Third, you know what? He's come on late, but Devin Booker. I love Devin Booker. He is also a perfect player in modern NBA. He shoots threes at a high percentage. Uh, he can make plays for others. He can run pick and roll. He can't guard anyone just yet, but... Wow, the Celtics came back. There we go. They were down like 17. Now they're down to six. Um, didn't I just tell you they were awesome at coming back? Or did I tell Monster that? I don't know. Either way, I feel like I fucking predicted I trust that. you. But yeah, that's my top three. Um, is that it for NBA Awards? Are we done? I think that's it besides the first, second, and third All-NBA. Oh, yeah, let's do that, too. That could be fun. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with my first um, All-NBA team, and I went with uh, Stephen Curry. Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Leonard, and big Draymond Green at center. You know, although he didn't play most of his games at center, when he did, it was absolutely... And plus, we got to get him on the first team. Anyway disgusting. Anyway we can get him on the yeah. first team, let's just get him on. And I, uh, Are you going to take Leonard off? You're not taking LeBron off. There's no doubt about that. 
So it's like to put them out of forward. They're really the only chance. Like what they should have been able to do. So in the All Star game, there's no you don't need a center anymore. Yeah. We should be able to put Durant there, and we should be able to have Kawhi, LeBron, and Durant. But you have to have a typical like a so quote unquote center, and Durant never sure. plays center. So. But when Draymond did play center, it was abs- their team was disgusting. Uh, how best, good they were! Like, yeah, their they points per possession is like crushed. Insane. They crushed it. So. They didn't need to have him at center, but when they do, they kill it. Yeah. So there's no doubt about that. Um, You'll see that a lot more in the playoffs. Especially yeah, for the, sure. I kind of feel like they were finals. also holding it for the playoffs. They didn't want to yeah. really. Well, they used it in the finals last year, and they tore apart the Cavs. Yeah. So. Um, who's your first team, Matt? So we have the same exact first team. Curry, Westbrook, LeBron, Kawhi, and uh, Draymond. Uh, let's get into second team. Who do you have second team? So second team, I have CP3, uh, Kyle Lowry, KD, Paul George, and my man Al Horford on the Atlanta Hawks. Who I'm not sure if he's even having a good game. I didn't even get to. We didn't get to start watching this. We were too busy eating our Mexican food. But um, we experimented on some Fourth Avenue shit today. Yeah, we we skipped Fifth Avenue. I think we we hit too many places on yeah. there. Now we had to go to Fourth Avenue. Yeah. We'll see. We'll check out Third maybe in a couple weeks from now. And mm-hmm. what's over there? Um, but yeah, I mean. The guards were pretty easily. I, I, this year's first and second were pretty laid out for you. Um, the second team, maybe you could switch around the centers, um, but the rest was pretty much set in stone, although Matt might not have Paul George in his second team. No. So I just thought of it also. Sorry, I don't have Westbrook on my first team. I have Chris Paul in there instead. Uh, oh. I forgot. I just kind of spaced out for a second. But, yeah, I have Curry, Chris Paul, LeBron, Kawhi, and Draymond. On to my second team. I have there. I have Westbrook, Lowry, um, Durant. I have DeAndre Jordan at my center, mm-hmm. and I have uh, Mr. Millsap at my power forward, and that's my second team. Third, third. Uh, sorry, let's just get into it here. Who is? Oh, it? so sorry, uh, Matt. We might as well go over what uh, we were talking about. How I had uh, Kyle Lowry in my second team instead mm-hmm. of. Uh, Damon Lillard, you wanna you wanna yell at me for that or? Now nah, the more I was thinking about it as we were doing it, you're right. They're the second best team in the East. Like he deserves to be on it. Sure. I, yeah. Okay. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. I was actually thinking you're gonna go in on me, but nah. You're wow. Right. You're right. Okay. So third team. We'll hit the third team where now you know I have Lillard in there. I got Clay Thompson, Lamarcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap, and my man Cat Dog, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, it's kind of it's kind of awesome to see that a rookie. A uh, player could be um, this good already. This good already, <laughs> yeah. and, and on your third NBA. Uh, is he a top five player in the NBA? Who knows? That guy is so freaking. He good. could be. He's yeah, not he's though. So good. He's not, but he definitely could be. He's on. He's like on the next fast year, track. He there. probably will be. He's so good. He's so good. Anyway, my third team: Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, Paul George, Carl Anthony Towns. And I'm kind of searching for another forward. Who do you think, Mike? Wow. Does DeRozan play enough forward? I don't know. Can I just go with him? <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to you because I, I actually wanted to – I forgot to mention this. I wanted to put Jimmy Butler in there because uh, my homie didn't make it this year and I couldn't put him in the guards. There's you know no what? doubt about Fuck that. It. Fuck DeMar DeRozan. I hate watching him play. Dirk Nowitzki. Hell Love yeah. that guy. That's who I'm going with. This- I, I hate watching DeMar DeRozan play basketball. If any of you like watching him play basketball, kill yourself. That guy is so boring. You know how I used to though. It's, oh, it, my I used God. to like it. I don't know. Dirk's having one of his best years ever 
He and carried that team to the playoffs. DeMar DeRozan, if he takes one more mid-range jump shot, <laughs> I'm going to blow my brains out. Oh, my God. Does he not understand that's the least efficient play on the basketball court? Like, he is so boring. He's so boring. We can't so watch boring. any more of his games. I won't watch any with you. And I'll you know who we that. left off who I kind of feel bad about because he's one of my favorite players also. And people are going to be like, oh, you went in on DeMar DeRozan. Like, how do you like this guy? But I do like him. James Harden. He goes and he gets buckets and he dragged his team to an eight seed. Granted, he came into camp out of shape and he hasn't been that good this year. I mean, he hasn't been like great this year. He's turned the ball over a ton and he hasn't really been a good like team leader. But that guy can freaking put the ball in the fucking basket. He can freaking put it in the fucking basket. <laughs> freaking sick, man. Yeah, it's it's does it have anything to do with your beard? Is it the beard gang? Or yeah, a... fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> it's guy, a beard thing, man. Yo, but he averaged like 29, 7, and 7. Like he is filthy. And he carries his team every night. He plays like 41 minutes a game. He's fucking awesome. I, I love him. I can't wait to see his very last game like Kobe's and watch him take maybe 60 <laughs> shots instead of 50 like Kobe did. Because I think he's the only other player in the league that will, uh, yeah. on his last game, um, really just get the ball every time and just chuck it up no matter where he is on the court. Yeah. Especially him no matter where he is on the court. I wonder what kind of player he's going to be when he's that old. Because he doesn't really play with – he doesn't use his athleticism that much. I, but also I don't think he's going to last as long as Kobe did. Um yeah. Going 20 years in the league isn't the easiest feat for anybody, and it's kind of amazing what Kobe did when uh, with his injuries too. So he's obviously not a good, as good of a player as Kobe. No, yeah, it's it's that's not the kind of that's not what I'm trying to compare. Yeah, I and I guess it's mean. unfair to compare him like that. But I that's what first thing that came to my head is thinking of how many shots he might take in his yeah. last game because. If he even stays in Houston, I was gonna say if he stays in Houston, then he could be their godsend of a shitty player, but not a shitty player, but one that you don't need on your team to. Yeah. Um, that's going to bring you anywhere. Um, I guess that wraps up the awards. Let's get into playoff talk. I'm freaking hyped. Anyway, also, how about this? <laughs> if you were to compare future to one NBA player, who would it be? Me? You're asking me? Yeah. Or the fans? Yo. Porzingis. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Porzingis <laughs> just constantly dabbing on the court? I think Porzingis is changing his number to 56. Oh. Yeah, that'd be crazy. He's the Latvian king, man. Damn. Anyway... Who I think it is, Russell Westbrook. Future is prolific at rapping. He puts out mixtape after mixtape, gets on song after song. Russell Westbrook, a pro- prolific basketball player, drops triple-double after triple-double. Um, he's, I hate using this word, but it's true. He's a swaggy guy. Uh, Future, Navadius, also a swaggy guy. Uh, look at that. Look at yeah, Russell. but would, would Russell Westbrook, I mean, would Future ever wear the shit that Russell Westbrook comes in as? No, but on the basketball. The t-shirts, as that, a basketball the belly player, shirts. As a player. If Future were to be a player, he would be Westbrook. Or would he be like Harden, just like OD chill? And like, but just nice, like his handle's crazy? Or would he be like Clay Thompson, just smoking blunts all the time? Smokey? Smokey. Fuck. I'm going with Westbrook. I'm sticking <laughs> with it. I like that comparison. Anyway, uh, let's get into the playoffs. So. I'll come clean. Today, before we did the podcast, I told Mike, I was like, yo, low-key, I think that the Rockets could give the Warriors a little bit of a tough time. Uh, I was thinking they were going to, too. And we watched the first game. Steph rolled his ankle in the first in the second half, didn't play the whole second half, and they won by almost didn't 30. Didn't even matter. Didn't even matter. So I was excited for this, for this uh, series. I mean, I knew they were going to only – maximum five or six games um i didn't think it was i'm not saying that they were houston was gonna 
all of a sudden learn how to play team basketball yeah. and uh, get learn to, how to get back on defense. Yeah, learn how to get back on defense and bring it to seven games. I'm obviously not saying that. I was thinking more along the lines of five, but what it's looking like now is that's not going to happen. This I is going to be over in three. I was <laughs> I was excited for um, a Draymond Dwight Howard matchup. I thought maybe Dwight Howard would come into uh, this series with the same chip that he had on his shoulder. I guess he ate it, and now he's no longer a chip anywhere. But um, I was excited for that one. I was hoping he'd be like 2009 Dwight Howard and just ball out Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. get offensive, but it didn't happen. They just shit the bed as I guess I should have assumed they would. So the reason why I thought it would be an interesting series is because of the way the Rockets play. They get up and down. And they never stop coming at you. They have a ton of athletes that just keep coming at you in waves and waves and waves. And they were a much better team last year, but they basically have the same players as last year. And they almost they, – they lost in five, but they weren't competitive in a ton of those games – or at least three of those games. Yeah. Um, and my prediction fell flat on its face. I just have to eat that one. I thought the Warriors would win in five or six, but I thought that, like, a few of the games would be good. And now I do not think that. It, but – if Steph misses the next game or is hobbled of in course. any of these games, of course, anything can happen because you see when he's off the court, they're a totally different team. Plus, that oh, they're not able to play the style they play. It's just a totally different way they play. So, if he misses the rest of uh, any of the games, I think they could. The, the Rockets are in position to be able to find this series kind of enjoyable. Aside from Golden State most likely blowing them out every game, you got to really pay attention to maybe the Clay Thompson and James Harden matchup. Um, try to specialize on just that, and uh, you'll be able to enjoy it a little bit more than you would have instead of just turning it on and seeing, oh, wow. I mean, it's it's great to watch. It's the most fun thing to watch is just how the Warriors move the ball and yeah. make their shots. But at the same time, um, you're going to watch that all game and know that the, that uh, you have to find some sort of other competition in there. Uh, just a little update. Um, our boy Gabriel, Abundant Gabe, <laughs> is, is, uh, just went live on Facebook again, and now he's spitting – Live from the tailbone, part two. <laughs> Just wanted to let everyone know. Check oh, this man. guy out. He drops heat. Probably the best freestyle in the, in Brooklyn, right? Like, you think he hangs out with, with Fab? I mean, he must at this point. Anyway, back to hoops. The other first round matchups. Let's stay with the West. Let's stay with the West. San Antonio, Memphis. Is that going to be the worst M- playoff series in NBA history? Are there, are there, is Memphis going to score 50 points? <laughs> it's so Memphis sad. Memphis sucks. It's so sad that they had to lose Conley and, and Gasol. Even and, if they just had Conley, they'd be able to do something. Exactly. It's it's going to be – that's really going to be hard to watch because there's not even a matchup in there that the I – The Spurs I can, are going to be like – they're going to slow it down. Oh, it's disgusting. And it, it's so perfect for the Spurs because they do need a four-game series. They – because of their age, they really want to – I want to see them get as much rest as possible during this um, playoff so they could have a chance Especially against for the Warriors. fingers. So they could have a chance against the Warriors. Or maybe they'll be better rested, although there's a good chance the Warriors are going to sweep right through, only lose yeah. a couple games. Um, but for the Spurs to compete, they're going to need to get as much rest as possible. They kind of lucked out playing Memphis. Um, I mean, obviously they earned that you know, number two seed, but – at the same Memphis time, just dropping. They lucked out. Yeah, they lucked out big time on that. Uh, what else? Who else do we got in the West? I think basically the West is is I don't know. I see a lot of it. The only real interesting series, honestly, is Portland and LA. Yeah, because and if LA is like decent in that series, they should probably win in four or five. Maybe Portland can get two. Maybe 
it's going to be the games are going to be good, but I think in the end, Chris Paul and DeAndre are too tough. The general man, he's, yeah, it's they're going to figure out a way to get it done every night. I think it. I hope it doesn't go to four. Also, I mean, yeah. I don't want every series in here to go to. four I think the games. Mavericks could take one game off the, off the Thunder. Because I think the Thunder aren't disciplined enough to be able to like come no, out every night yeah. and like play good defense and like get back on defense, not turn the ball over. I think they're good. The games that they win, they're gonna win big. I think. I think. Uh, but I think they could lose one. I think the Mavericks could take their first game at home. I think uh, the Thunder will Especially go in if there if they go down two. Yeah, they're gonna be yeah. Thunder. Gonna go in there two. Oh, they're gonna play a little bit not lax days ago, but they're gonna be a little lax on. Uh, Plus, that's just the way human nature works. Like when you go up 2-0. exactly, they're not worried about, it, especially did. when they know what the kind of team, what their yeah. team's capable, of, what the other team is not capable of. Although Dirk is playing one of his top years ever. Yeah. Um, I feel bad that he's gonna end in the first round. End in the first round. Um, let's but, move to the East, though. The game we're watching now must has to be the best series, right? This Hawks Celtics. Um, series. this is game. Uh, this series, I thought from the start was definitely gonna go to Game Seven. Um, I still think it. It's a really yeah. I still do too as well. I think it's a really good matchup. Um, these teams. I mean, they're two incredible defensive teams. What is is uh, Celtics? I think what fourth in defense and, and Hawks are third. Hawks are third or, or, or second. second? I think they're second. second. So this is a really good team and both really well coached. Really smart yeah. teams, high IQ. All players know how to do what what they're doing out there, and it's just going to be exciting because both teams play really hard. I, yeah. I I love this matchup. I think it's it's the best matchup in the playoffs in the first round. Yeah, and with Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder, so versatile. I mean, that's another guy that could play on anybody. And he's uh, really freaking good. Yeah, he's he's shooting has fallen off a little bit, especially after an ankle injury. But he plays so freaking hard, like. I don't know. They're just freaking sick, man. Yeah, freaking. Wow, I love that word today. Anyway, um, I mean, the, also, who do you think is their front court matchups? That's a really good matchup too. Yeah. What their front court is. Who do I think is going to win? Oh, I would love to see Boston. I know I'm a Knicks fan. I know Knicks fans don't want to hear me say that. I really like this Boston team. I really like pretty much every single player on their team, and I'm not just talking about their starting five and uh, the next two guys off the bench. It's Amazing how, who they have on the team and how they're able to get everybody minutes and really be involved with the team. I'm going to say Boston in seven, um, but I will say it could go either way. Yeah, I think the Hawks are actually going to win. Um, I think they have more firepower, and I think Millsap every night is the best player on the court, and I think that's going to show a lot of nights. I do think it's going to be a long series. I think it's going to go six or seven, but I think the Hawks are going to win, and I'm glad of that because we, me, we being the Cavs, we kill the Hawks every time. Uh, the Celtics give us a little bit of a problem, not much, but the Hawks can't beat us. So I'm super confident about that. Uh, what about Charlotte-Miami? That's like an interesting series. Okay, so series. I think that's going to be a good series also. Yeah. Um, I think got? that actually has the possibility of going to 7-2. Mm-hmm. Um, that's tough. What do you like? Let's hear it. Come on. <sighs> I love there. that Charlotte team. I think I love every player on that team too. They have <laughs> all those guys that I really liked watching when they were uh, – in college, are on that team. Um, so you watch they, Batum in France a lot. No, yeah. not him. Yeah. But uh, I'm talking about uh, Hansborough, <laughs> Tyler yeah. Hansborough. You know, Kemba, Kemba. So um, Marvin Williams, UNC guy. That's going to be a good. Marvin Williams is incredible. Also, Courtney Lee, that Eastern Kentucky team. Courtney Lee, Western Kentucky. Sorry, it's going to be hard for Sweet Sixteen team. I think Dwayne Wade. Oh. It's going to be hard for Dwayne Wade to cover um, Courtney Lee. I think I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up with him. Um, I'm gonna go with Charlotte in seven. Nice. Now that too. I think about it, that's I'm gonna going be a seven game in series. Five. In five. I do not think this Heat team is that good. I think in the playoffs, I think Dwayne Wade is gonna get exposed. Is he? Oh God, he's 
He's got symptoms of Kobe. He's got Kobe symptoms. Where he doesn't play defense. He chucks. I think if you put him in enough pick and rolls and you run him on down screens and floppy action, he'll get tired. Um, I don't think he wants to run that much. He's The thing with him is he gets every fucking whistle. It's so fucking annoying. He throws his body around and he gets, especially in the playoffs, I guarantee he'll get a ton of whistles. Mm. But I think Al Jefferson could really expose Hassan Whiteside. I watch for that. And if they play Kaminsky at the five, watch for him to take Frank the Tank. Yeah, Spencer's boy. Watch for him, Kaminsky, to take Hassan Whiteside outside the three-point arc, and they could play Marvin Williams at the four and really spread the court. I think Marvin Williams is going to kind of explode in this series, and I'm I'm kind of hoping he does because all he needs to do is he gets so many open open threes. All he needs to do like Batum and Kemba draw so much attention. If he hits open shots, he can get like 12 points just off open baskets. And then you figure like he gets a fast break point or two, goes to the line. He could end up with like 16 points a game just basically off doing what he's supposed to do. So if he has like any of those games where he hits mid-range shots or does anything off the bounce, he could really like have a big impact. And Jeremy, an awesome Jeremy Lin, I'm still rooting for you, baby. I love you, man. Your hair might suck. Whatever you want to do with it, please figure it out. But, dude, I'm rooting for you. Yeah, what's going on over there, Spence? All right, cool. Cool. All right, so the next game up we'll do um, – I'm not going to – I'll save Cleveland for last, obviously. I know Matt doesn't want to really uh, hear about that. Why do I – am I echoing? No. I hear the echo. Obviously, my hearing is a lot better than everybody else's Fucking in this basement. Bodies, but, yeah. So we'll go with Toronto and Indiana. So you're used to the hotels. So, <laughs> um, so Matt came clean before. I'm going to come clean as well. I thought the, the backcourt of Toronto might be a little bit too much. No, for, no, no, no. I knew the Pacers are going to give them tough trouble. I said I'm coming clean oh, now. You, you came clean before right, in, in right. the first time. Damn, we're getting clean. It's like rehab out here. <laughs> um, so, but really, what happened was Paul George and uh, and Hill really just destroyed them on defense. It looked like and uh, and Paul George my pick gets was buckets. my pick was flip. Buckets. My pick looks like it's flipped upside down. Um, I was going to go with Toronto. I'm going to have to say, obviously. Oh, uh, you're picking from the first one game that you saw. You're going to switch it. Yeah, I'm going to fucking switch it. I'm going to have to say Indiana's going to take this series. So I liked Toronto going into the series. I I don't. I think Toronto's super overrated. I think you saw today they don't move the ball. People wanted to get on the Cavs all year because their ball movement wasn't that great. Watch Toronto. All you people that were out there picking Toronto, their ball movement sucks. They run side pick and roll every time with Kyle Lowry and Patrick Patterson. Like, go get a real team, you fucking Canada, Canadian fucks. <laughs> They're not that good. Like, Whoa. I hate Toronto. They pissed me off because all Raptors fans are like, we they beat us two out of three times this year. Um, and one time we beat them, we won by 25 going away. And you want to say you have Damari Carroll coming back? How did he fucking look today? Yeah, he fucking sucked. Uh, Toronto sucks. I think they're gonna they're win they'll win this series. But like, good job, you beat Indiana, um, Charlotte or the Heat would beat them in the second round. And who knows? If it goes seven, Indiana could win the series. I do not like Toronto at all. Um, I think that the Pacers match up great with them. And I think that uh, they have the perfect player in Paul George. Paul George is on fire right now. That guy is freaking – he's so tough. He's really, really good. Um, But, yeah, I really like – I like Toronto to win, but I really like the Pacers. I think they play great defense, and they have just enough offense to win. I'm not even going to be upset if Toronto loses because they could all just – Leave the stadium, go to the Brass Rail, a uh, nice little strip club that uh, a couple of my guys frequent when they're in Toronto. Um, I heard that's a good time. We're going to go into the Cleveland game. Series. 
I know uh, Matt's excited about that. I'm just I'm not even gonna really say anything. I'm just gonna give you my pick, and um, obviously I'm picking Cleveland. I and do what? think how many games? I want to say I want to say six because I wanted to go wow. to that, but it's I think it's just gonna be five games. Um, okay. I think Detroit could give them a little bit of trouble, not as much as people are saying that they will. Um, I think Cleveland really needs to just dial in. As long as they do that, it shouldn't be a problem. But I could see them um, maybe mixing it up in the media a little bit and. and causing some maybe off the court to harm the on the court. Um, I think they just need to stay zoned in and dialed in, and it's going to be a breeze. So, as the regular season was winding Take down. Take Matt. Yeah. As the regular season was winding down, the last thing I wanted was to play Detroit. Uh, they give us fits. I wanted to play the Pacers just because you know what the Pacers every night are going to be. They're going to be Paul George, Monte Ellis, and George Hill with a little bit of Miles Turner mixed in. But you know every night, that's where their points are coming from. With with the Pistons, that pick and roll with Drummond and Reggie Jackson, Jackson can throw up 40, and Drummond can go like 20 and 20, and Tobias Harris can give you points, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope can catch fire. And like they just have more guys. Baines can be a problem. I don't know. They're, they scare me. Uh, I think that we're going to win. I think we could win in four or five, uh, especially the way LeBron's been playing. But I don't know. They just really scare me. I don't see Detroit actually beating us like in a series. But I picked them. I picked the Cavs in four or five. But I could easily see the series going six. I they scare the shit out of me. Um, Reggie Jackson is really good, and he's been in the playoffs before. Uh, Drummond hasn't been, but Drummond is tough, and he's gonna give Mozgov or Tristan Thompson fits. Uh, I don't know. The whole thing just scares me. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just spooked like Sodas. Um, Spooky. Honestly, I think the Hawks or the Celtics are better matchups for us than them. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I think the Cavs are making the finals. See you later. That's my pick. I'm gonna go. So oh, so we're getting into what we think the finals are gonna be. Is that okay. what we're doing? Well, let's do conference finals. Let's just conference finals. That. So what about the semis? I think in the Eastern Conference, it's gonna be. The Cavs and the Hawks and uh, and Charlotte and the Raptors. And then I think it's going to be Cavs and Charlotte in the finals, yeah. Eastern Conference finals. And then in the West, I think it's going to be the Warriors and the Clippers. Again, I don't know. The Steph injury seems weird. If he rolled his ankle, I don't know. Anyway, let's assume he's healthy. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, Warriors-Clippers, Warriors in the finals, or Western Conference finals, Spurs-Thunder. Here it is. Thunder in the Western oh. Conference Finals. I think the Thunder give the Spurs once again fits. Uh, they're too athletic for the th- for the Spurs. Um, I really like the way the Spurs ma- the Thunder match up with them. They've beaten them in the playoffs before. They have that confidence, and I think I don't know. I just like the Thunder. T- I like the Thunder. I think that Durant and Westbrook aren't going to let this team go down in the second round. The Spurs are great. But I don't know if Kawhi is ready to take over a whole playoff series against a top team like that yet. Got to find out. Only one way to find out. They have Aldridge, I know. But the Spurs, the Thunder have Ibaka, who's like kind of a pretty good matchup for, for Lamarcus. He's long. This Boston game is heating up. Wow. Yeah. Eight minutes to go. Um, I really like that. I really like that matchup for the Thunder. I think the Thunder are going to win that series. And then I think it's going to be the Golden, Golden State and the Thunder in the Western Conference Finals. 
I think Golden State could win that series in five, and I think the Cavs are going to sweep the Hornets. I think the Cavs might lose one game up until the Eastern Conference, up until the finals, and I think Golden State might lose none. I think Golden State might win every game, uh, and I think it's going to be Cavs-Warriors again. I'm going to agree with pretty much everything you said on that. I would like to take out the Atlanta Hawks and put in uh, the Celtics, and that's me saying that down four, eight and a half minutes to go in in their first game. Um I think you're you have a point with what you're saying with the Thunder, uh, especially if this is probably going to be Durant's last year there. He's going to really go balls to the wall. He's not going to be with Westbrook anymore. He's leaving his team. Um, it could be. I, I'm still going with the Spurs. Um, I really, I guess it's more of me hoping for a Spurs Warriors matchup because that's going to be so much better than yeah. um, what Thunder's Thunder Warriors would be. Um, and then obviously I have Warriors and Cleveland um, in Rematch. the finals. A nice little rematch. Um, we'll save the finals picks for when it comes. I don't want to hear it yet. You don't want to hear it? No? Save it? Okay. Well, it's going to be coming up soon. Um, I got to see at least how the Cavs play in the first round. Do you want to touch on anything else? Or yeah. Do you want to, yeah. So Mike started yeah, watching it. a show that I've been watching for a while. Girls. It's a good show. Good fucking show. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say yeah. it. I, I'll say it. It's, it's probably good. my favorite show on TV right now just because I I just like I find it super entertaining. Spencer, our producer, worked on it for a little while. Has a really cool jacket that he loves wearing. Hate um, hate, he, he hates, hates the though. show. I don't just know like why. That's how he's going to get his uh, That's how he's going to get his jobs just by talking shit about them. Yeah. But um no spoilers please, Matt, cuz I'm only on I think the middle of season 2. Um Adam Driver is incredibly funny i think he's absolutely hilarious um, i think it's a great depiction of how like being that age in new york really is and since we live in brooklyn now it's kind of awesome for us to kind of around whatever age they are it seems like yeah we're like probably they're probably like 27 and we're like 23 24. in the first maybe now but in their oh. in their oh I'm, I'm sorry i'm on season two. Oh yeah so. that's right she's like just an intern right or something yeah she's been working at at an internship for like a year and a half and she never got paid so what do you like about it well, Marnie is yeah. She's easy on the eyes. Super, yeah. super sexy. I'm not a big Lena Dunham fan. Um, I think she She's is super talented. I though. think she is kind of funny in this show. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, Adam. I you know I was watching it a little bit, and I was kind of still in in limbo on whether I liked it or not. Whether I was going to continue watching the show, and then Adam Driver popped up and made me laugh out loud. The shit he was saying while they were having sex, the shit, yeah. the shit that he was just doing, just woodworking in his in his apartment when the guy came just to get his book yeah yeah um he had to bring that guy to staten island so they could return the dog they were coming together then adam driver just leaves him with the dog it's insane the shit that goes on is actually really funny it's funny yes and it's like relatable being that you are bodies and like i'm maddie marbs it could it's like super relatable you know uh, the, the person I like on the show the most, if you know me, you're probably going to be like, oh, it's so predictable. But I really like Marnie's boyfriend at the start who comes back <laughs> in season five. He gets a lot. Oh, 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 oh. I covered my ears. Don't, oh, no, don't worry. He gets a lot doper. He's really cool in season five. Has a little diabetic, but diabetic uh, explosion. Uh, if you watch the show, you'll know. Um, yeah, I really like the show. It's cool. Mike, what have you been listening to lately? Let's, let's, hear, let's do this. Since we did out all these top five lists. Top five rappers, not that you, not you're like that, that you think are the best that you're like listening to right now. 
Top five rappers that I'm listening to right now. That you just Ooh. enjoy. Like, just someone you enjoy listening to. Joey Badass. Joey Badass. I can't stop listening to him. I, I finally stop. I finally got into Spitta. Mm. So, Currency, I'm listening to him a lot. Um, I wasn't listening to him before. I know I'm, I don't know, seven years late, six years late. Um, still dope guy. Still very dope. Still uh, kind of underground a little bit still. Well, yeah, for oh, sure. Still. Not on the radio. And, uh, oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean make you underground. No, yeah, not anymore, I guess. Um, future. Let's go with that. Um, fucking, that's my best friend. <laughs> thugger? No, I said fucking. Uh, oh, Thugger, Young Thugger. No, 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 Young Thug. And uh, what other rappers am I listening to? I mean, Drake, Kanye. Uh, I can't stand listening to Kanye anymore, though, I'll be honest with you. I'm waiting for Drake Compare to... Compare Kanye to a basketball player. Is he LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, he's LeBron, right? Yeah, except... Or is Kendrick LeBron? Just like playing like smooth. No, Kendrick is more mm, like Steph. Yeah, Kendrick is like Steph, Steph. I would say that, especially in Cali over there, it True. makes a little bit more sense. Oh man, Kanye. I wish one. you would have asked me that before the pod. I would have really wanted to deep thought about that. I feel like you've asked me this already, and I gave you a pretty good answer. I can't remember what it was though. No, nah, you didn't. But like, it's- <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah, pretty positive. You were probably really fucked I remember up. Everything. I don't know. Nah, but, I'm uh, nice when I'm fucked up. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, now nah, I lost my train of thought. You're killing me. What about uh, how about this? Uh, so w- let's let's talk about the ads on the jerseys. Um, oh yeah, what do you think about that? I'm not that opposed of it. I think what's the big what's the big deal? It's not doing anything. They're gonna still sell jerseys with them, sell jerseys without them. Um, I don't really. Care. Maybe we could get a jump podcast patch on one of <laughs> two and a half by two and a half. By that time, 2017, we'll probably have enough bread. We're already right? we we're could already probably get every bread. We could probably get every yeah, team. We have stupid amounts of bread already. Insane <laughs> yeah. amounts of bread. The sponsorships are we're, just pouring we're in. Loaded. They don't even ask us to speaking, give them. Speaking of pouring, 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 just pouring, it's in. dripping, pouring, yeah. pouring. Um, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. So, a lot of people really hate it, and I think it's just in their head that they should just hate it. I think the first person said it, and everyone's just like, "Oh, we can't have that. We can't have that." It's not even as crazy as soccer. Like soccer, the whole jersey is the is the. I mean, ad- if you're gonna do the two and a half by two and a half, it's not gonna build bad. a it's gonna build to a lot more than that, and jerseys yeah. are soon gonna be like the ones in soccer. Um, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, but bread. That yeah, bread, and that's when I will say that. It's I gonna don't know. be. It's bread. not a game. Of, it's not a game of bread. It's not gonna be a game of fashion. So. Yeah, but they're gonna have bread. Does it really? Who's the next sponsor gonna be? Uh, I think it's gonna be James Dolan's band. <laughs> um, they're looking for all the ad space they could get. I'm sure he's gonna Jimmy start Dolan coming, in the body. He's gonna start coming out at <laughs> halftime playing the kazoo that he loves to do. Um, the kazoo that he likes to do. That he likes to do. Um, any? Uh, I don't know where else could uh, oh, be a sponsor. Three point lead. I think. Oh my god! So there Damn. you go, Boston. Um, how much time was left? Six minutes. Six minutes. So. Boston's up by three. Six minutes left. Um, so far, my pick is looking good. Nice. Although they are at home, obviously. Uh, they no, have Atlanta Hawks are at home. They're not at home. I'm completely <laughs> wrong. Um, we're sipping over here. Don't blame me. Yeah. And, we got uh, a lot of stuff going on. It's pretty wild. But uh, people I'm, are coming over soon. Oh, speaking of stuff, we're, wow. pre- we're presenting a party tonight. Yeah. Our first the, one. The Jump Pod presents yeah. at 1 and 1 tonight. Yeah. Um, Come through. We're going to try to post this pod as soon as possible, but it's going to be pretty early. It's going to be pretty close to the start yeah. time of um, Jump Pod Presents. Definitely 1 and 1 in New York City. Um, on 1st Street and 1st Avenue. If you couldn't gather that with the brain. Yeah. Um, Come check it out. A lot of our friends will be there. You'll uh, we're dope. we're gonna have a signing party in the back. Yeah. Uh, we have a whole booth set up. Yeah, set bring up your jump pod memorabilia, yeah, your yeah. your McKibben and Wolf jerseys. Bring a fake beer um, if you got one. 
game game worn shoes, whatever you got. I I'll, I might be wearing my Fiji's tonight. Um, <laughs> if uh, if uh, Mods keeps trying to talk me into it. Um, oh, we played hoops today, Mike. How'd that go? Oh, I did Matt up big time. <laughs> Matt Mott's laughing in the background. Damn, this guy Matt is nice. I can't even lie. I don't know. I lost whatever little skill that I originally had before this, and I have no shot. I have no dribbling skills. I could cover Spencer. I could uh, I could drive on Spencer. That's not that. Jade you. Jade me when I what walked away from you and just let you take the shot. <laughs> you didn't Jade me. Um I don't want to talk about me playing basketball. Right, I'm gonna want. I'm gonna get some training sessions nice. in. Right. Um, I got a guy. You got a guy? Yeah, Is it he's you? From the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. Yeah. Does Danny know? Nah, Danny doesn't know. But right, anyway, well, probably. Um, good day today. Good Sunday or Saturday. Uh, gonna be a nice night tonight. Hopefully. Um, any shout outs you want to do? Oh, not to that Mexican place, man. That service was garbage. Awful service. Fourth Ave. And making me feel the cocky right now too. I don't know. Whoa. What? That was Fifth Avenue. What did I say? Fourth. fourth. I didn't say fourth. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. You said it. Sorry. Sorry. Can we play that back? We'll, we'll hear it later. <laughs> Fog it. Anyway. Uh, no shout outs. Out. I don't have any shout outs. I got one. I'm saying me. You asked yeah, me, yeah, so yeah. I didn't get to finish. Um, uh, shout out to my boy Jimmy Butler. Um, <laughs> he's not playing this year uh, in the playoffs, but uh, hey, man. Shout out to my favorite up. DKC employee who's in, in, oh. <laughs> in Florida right now. Um, no names, though. Yeah, no names. See you soon. Have a good time. Oh, Spencer's got the body sunglasses on. <laughs> Just looking at me. It's creeping me out. If anyone uh, doesn't know what these sunglasses are, they're basically like carpenter glasses. <laughs> their bodies, a.k.a. Mike, wears around Mata's house with his fucking stupid... Uh, <laughs> Oversized fitted? <laughs> no, and your fucking... And your fucking... The Toy Story hat that you wore to fucking collect the fu- that time. <laughs> the future hat. Oh yeah, it's a future hat. <laughs> Bro, that was where's that hat that where's that hat made? Does anybody know? It's in Central America, right? South America, one Maybe of those Atlanta. countries. <laughs> but uh, it's a it's a you know a, a Latino hat and <laughs> a Latino hat. Wow. <laughs> is it a hat is, is it was it made by a Latino man? A Latin No, that's what they wear down there. Oh yeah. Man, I'm never going to get another job after this podcast. Jesus oh Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got to take that off. Oh, speaking of jobs. Uh, Mike got a job. I got a job. We all got jobs. Spencer. Spencer's leave. trying to Come overshadow us. again. <laughs> Always trying to overshadow us. Yeah, so Matt was talking about 100K, last, baby. last week about me uh, having the job interview and us not jinxing it. Luckily, we didn't talk about it too much where I jinxed it and I was able to get the job. And um, I start becoming a real boy on Monday. Um and uh, I could find a real boy. <laughs> a real boy. I'm a real boy. You, do you have all your suits and your ties ready, real boy? Yeah, I copped a few new suits actually. A few? Yeah, Ralph, baby. No way, they're Ralph. I swear to God, you, you copped three Ralph suits. No, two Ralph suits, and then one. So why are you saying one? You're trying to guess it. I copped three suits, off and I said, brand, and then brand, I said Ralph, brand, baby. What brand? What brand? I think it was Kenneth Cole. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What kind of shoes? Nice you got? little sale. Do we're getting into what, what I'm gonna wear? Every yeah, day? I need to surprise my new coworkers. They can't. They're not hearing it. this. They might. Are you wearing the double monk kicks or no? Nah, double not yet. Nah. I feel like I gotta work there at least like three. What months. color suits? So we got, <laughs> we got a gray one. Gray. We have a shark skin. We have blue and we have black. No, no, nothing like Clyde wears. No, not like Clyde. Uh, I'm actually. We have a code of conduct and the apparel strictly states not to wear anything like that. No, Clyde. No, Clyde. Clyde, uh, Damn, I think Bobies, Clyde actually, aka Tony Motts, is sipping hard body karate right now. <laughs> hard body karate, baby. Yeah, it's fucking catching on. That's what I'm talking about. I'm the one that told you that. 
I got it from Mike Anson. You got it from Mike Anson. I got it from Michael Rappaport. Mike Anson says it. So does Michael Rappaport. We just did the Shumpert dap, Shumpert LeBron dap. Um, that's it, right? That's oh. it. Oh, my God. What else we got? Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Young Thug's Boy. That's on top. Crazy song. We're Who about are the top five rappers you're listening to? We didn't even get into oh. that. Was that a category? Number one. No, I was just throwing it out there. Number one, Chance the Rapper. Love that guy. Okay. He's my favorite. Kendrick Lamar, two. Second favorite. Third. Whoa. Bogey, is he okay? Oh, he's cracking the JMO bottle. It's about to get crazy. Uh, third. I mean, like, he hasn't put on anything new super recently, but future. Fog it. Four. Kanye, just because name recognition, you know? He's my LeBron. Five. Who else am I bumping? Like, probably like Young Thug. I mean, that mixtape I still listen to all the time. Also, like, I love this guy. I was starting to listen to him more recently. I used to listen to him in high school a lot. Chip the Ripper, who's now King Ooh. Chip. Maybe we'll get some of that going tonight. Who knows? But yeah, that's my five. That's not like the best five rappers, so don't get it twisted. I feel you like know? my five were kind of whack. Because you kinda, are whack, yeah. I'm still kind of kicking it to the oldies, some 70s and 80s. I can't. I haven't. Heard 70s anything. rap? That shit must no, be not crazy. Rap, but well, like, yeah, what are we talking oldies. about? Here? I'm talking about oldies, light rock, things yeah. like that. Rock. This guy's dope, yeah. Christian rock. Christian <laughs> bodies rock. Bodies rock. Yeah. Rocking bodies. Yeah, rock. Yeah. Oh, you're rock. kicking it with. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's it. We got to end it. And uh, who's going to take us out this week? Kendrick? Levitate, 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 levitate. See you guys later. See you next week. Love won't get you high as this. Drugs won't get you high as this. Fame won't get you high as this. Chains won't get you high as this. Juice won't get you high as this. Crew won't get you high as this. Hate won't get you high as this. Levitate, 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 levitate. Uh. Love won't get you high as this. Drugs won't get you high as this. Fame won't get you high as this. Chains won't get you high as this. Juice won't get you high as this. Levitate, 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 levitate. Life won't get you high like this here. No, he won't get you high like this here. No, she won't get you high like this here. No, for free won't get you high like this here. No, two keys won't get you high. No, no, no. Bentley's won't get you high like no. Levitate, 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 levitate. Life won't get you high, no, no, no. He won't get you high, no, no, no. She won't get you high, no, no, no. For free won't get you high, no, no, no. Two keys won't get you high, no, no, no. Bentley's won't get you high, no, no, no. Bars won't get you high, no, no, no. Levitate, 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 levitate. Shut your fucking mouth and get some cash, you bitch. You, you be in your feelings, I be in my bag, you bitch. You. Santa rain, dear, better have some ass, you bitch. Everything I'm working, gotta be. Shut your fucking mouth and get some cash, you bitch. You be in your feelings, I be in my bag, you bitch. Santa reindeer, better have some ass, you bitch. Everything I'm working gotta be the levitate, 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 levitate. Me don't want problem, me don't want problem, me don't want trick, me don't want trick, me don't want dollars, me don't want dollars, me want it big. Me do want problem, me riding pilots. Me do want trick, me do want trick. Me do want dollars, me do want trick. Levitate, 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 levitate. We don't want problem, we don't want problem. We don't want trick, we don't want.
We do won't die, we do won't die, we do it big, we don't want problem, we do it big, we don't want problem, we do it big, we don't want trick, we don't want problem, we don't want problem. Levitate, 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 levitate.